I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Imagine yourself in the forest surrounded by rivers, lakes, and the ocean. You're spending time outdoors hiking, camping, and cooking over the fire. That bold smell of real smoke flavors of cooking over the open fire has been captured by Triple Smoke. They use the freshest ingredients, all natural, no preservatives, and no fillers. Triple Smoke's name defines the smoking process. They use three types of wood to smoke the spices before processing into blends and condiments. Plus, good things come in threes. Go to triplesmokefoods.com to get your spices today. And they're great for vegan foods too. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey, hey, why are you sign? You're sighing already. Well, because I'm. I miss you. I'm used to having you here in person. You know what? You know what I miss when you would tell me you miss me just because. Now it's just only when I'm not there. I remember I'd get those random text messages. I miss you, man. I know. Usually, uh, actually, I, I missed you the other day when I showed you. Um, when we found the Camara songs. Oh, that's right. Dude, that was a blast from the past. So anybody who listened to our last one, we had mentioned a band that we heard off of some mixer in like the mid-90s from Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you did it, but Paul actually found it. And it was like fucking a memory a memory search hard. I, I could smell. I could smell '96. <laughs> I I I felt Phoenix. I can smell our funky ass van. Like everything just hit me. '96 smelled like if you've ever Heaven. if you've ever walked into a bar the morning after. <laughs> That's dude. Yeah, Club 101 yeah. is like what the 90s summed up. You, the smell for the 90s for me is exactly the way you described it. Club 101. Right, right. And then even even better than that, when somebody sparks up a cigarette and so you're smelling the oh. club and you're smelling the smell of the cigarette from like outside come in. Oh my God, heaven. That's, that's the 90s. I, I, I wish I could take full credit uh, with finding those songs, but actually uh, my little brother uh, found them. Oh, did he? Yeah. How did he do that? Just deep dive in it? I don't know. I guess he heard the podcast and decided that uh, he wanted to look into it. I don't know. He was just like, he just sent it to me out of nowhere and I immediately sent it to you. I was just, I don't know. Because I know, I know you have that CD somewhere. I remember seeing it a few years back in one of your like old school CD piles. I know you still have it. Right. 
But and, it's just cool to know you can find it on YouTube now after this whole time. And and I really and I had looked before in the past, like maybe like ten years ago, um, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and I couldn't find anything. So being able to find it uh, or to hear it online and know that it's there indefinitely, like that's pretty awesome. Dude, absolutely, man. And those, glad, dude, the, they they what? hold up. They've held up really well. Those songs. Yes, you had mentioned that, and you are absolutely right. If that band were alive and well right now on the scene, dude, they would just pick up, man. Like you can just plug them into this decade, into this moment in time, and they would be absolutely all right. Yeah, it, it, it's a very uh, like electronic meets the Cure meets. I don't. I can't even. A a little bit of lush with a little bit of a a little bit of sixpence, none the richer. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is, um, you know, obviously they're probably not even a band anymore. But I thought about it because people are probably like, "What are they talking about?" So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to link those two songs. um, Oh, great idea! Below the video, so anybody can go and take a listen. Great idea. What I love most is uh, female fronted man. She has a great voice. Everything is just the melodies are very catchy amazing voice like yeah. that's one of the things like the the production quality was really good for considering they were like a, a i guess a local band from phoenix i think yeah uh um, yeah but man if i could take that those songs and reproduce them like it would like oh my god they would be amazing i mean and th- it really wouldn't take a whole lot honestly um, yeah it was like the vocal yeah. mix could have been a little bit better but that's about it you know what? The bass sounded amazing on that track. Yeah. Or on, on that mix. The bass was cut through real nice. You had mentioned jokingly, well, I don't even know jokingly or not, but we should attempt to cover one of those songs, even though this band's not around anymore. 99% positive they aren't. It'd still be fun to do. I, dude, I would love to. Um, obviously, our singer would have to do justice to those vocals because those are pretty great vocals. I mean, to me, that's like the music is great, but that's what really makes that song. Or oh, both absolutely. of those songs. Absolutely. Hands down, man. But I think it would be awesome. And and it would also be pretty cool to see if we could find somebody from that band. Um, yeah. I, don't I know. mean, you, you, you're you more internet savvy than I am. I'm sure we can. There has to be some way, somehow. I don't know. I think it would be a cool challenge. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to investigate it a little bit. Or maybe I'll just get Jason on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, get on it. Yeah, so... Um, I think that would be really, really cool um, for us to do with Tragic Landing. Um, but like, I again, it's one of those covers where I would like to cover it because it's not a big band that everybody's trying to redo that cover. It's a band yeah. that really probably nobody knows of, obviously. Um, but they're just two really good songs. And yeah. I don't want them to go to waste. For me, it would be everything you just said, but more importantly the nostalgia just like that's just the songs are you for me you know what i mean yeah yeah like it just reminds me of just one of the best times in our lives yeah so yeah i'm totally down challenge challenge accepted let's do it all right i'm 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 down so uh dude you and i spoke a little bit about it just an update for anybody curious on uh, all you meat eaters who might be contemplating veganism or whatnot Dude, let me tell you, I've had some trying times in my life. And this by far is one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yes, but before you say that, you're not doing veganism 
Oh, but I don't the know right the way. terms. Yeah, no, I am. Okay. No, you're not. You're not eating carbs. Okay. How is that veganism? Because you can eat anything as long as it's plant-based. By well, yeah, first, okay, so look. Look, you need to tone it down. You're yelling at me right now. <laughs> I went a whole year one time without eating carbs. The yeah. most, but I ate, I ate meat, I ate cheese, whatever the hell I wanted, just no carbs. The most mm-hmm. miserable year of my life. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I ended up getting sick, if you remember correctly. I do remember that. Anytime I've ever gone no carbs, I am the most miserable person on the planet. And, and I don't, I w- and that's your problem. I will give you that. But you and I have had this conversation. In my world, the meat isn't the unhealthy part. It's the sugar. It's the breads. It's the tortillas. So when I say my world, jokingly, it's in the fitness space. Those are all the bad things that you want to stay away from while working out, trying to maintain a certain physique. That's the unhealthy part right? in my, in my world. And that's the beauty so, of being vegan, though. The beauty of being <laughs> vegan is that that no longer be- – well, the sugar, yes, but yeah. the carbohydrates. The thing is, is that when you are – look, if you're eating meats and cheeses and – sugars and carbohydrates like you're you're fucked (laughs) you know what i mean like you are unhealthy as can be now um certain meats right obviously i'm not gonna sit here and say like all meat is bad certain meats are like i will say red meat is bad for you for the most part i mean unless it's like in moderation again anything in moderation and it's not processed and you know if you go to if you go to walmart and you buy ground beef i'm sorry that's bad for you yeah i agree you know what i mean i agree yeah but i think by what's happening is by eliminating carbohydrates from your body because when you think about i I like to think about it you know i'm a history guy right i like to think about Mm -hmm. what people used to eat Obviously, when you go back to like hunter-gatherers, you go back to some of the early civilizations, you didn't have fat people running around. Everybody was well, rel- relatively fit. But you said you just said the key word, What's that? running around. When you yes. are able yes. and have, have to be mobile like that, I mean, you can pretty much eat whatever the fuck you want. Right. But, but in, in the, the day and age we are right now, TVs office work sedentary work like that that's yeah that's the that's the main difference between us and them well that but also i mean think about it let's go back to and and i know this because when i was in grad school i really extensively researched native american uh diets okay Mm -hmm. Um, native american history in general and you being a native american like i said (laughs) on the last podcast there was no pigs, there was no cows, there was horses didn't even exist in the Americas at that time. Those are all things that were brought over by the Europeans after they conquered, okay? So mm-hmm. Native Americans really they lived off of like small rodents, like rabbits and birds and stuff. And they hardly hardly ate anything. Their their vi- their diets were highly vegan. Um they didn't have refrigerators, right? So, and it was warm climate, warm environment. So it's not like they had snow to store away meat. So they didn't even, they lived off of pretty much a vegan diet with the exception of like small rodents and probably fish. Right. But when you say vegan diet, you're saying they mainly lived off of fresh vegetables, fruit, whatever plants, they could find. Yeah. Or plants. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that, and and masa, that's what I'm doing masa, right now. Yeah. Masa, masa being one of the big masa. ones, which you and I yeah. got into it because... <laughs> 
you're telling me that masa is not part of your diet, but it should be because it's just come. It's just straight up corn. It's just been through a process to to right. to, to make it a uh, corn tortilla, depending on where you I buy d- it from. Yeah, and I thought for whatever reason, and, I, and maybe I thought I read it. I don't know because I had the same argument with my wife the other day. Mm-hmm. And both of you are right. Wait, right? you're She's married. Big time. Just kidding. <laughs> to, I, to didn't get, I didn't. I didn't go to no wedding. No. Uh, to two people, you and her. Yeah, for sure. God blessed me with two headaches. I'm going to beat her to the punch. We're going to have a ceremony. Oh yeah, oh, that's for sure going to happen because <laughs> she won't. Ha- she won't ever have a ceremony. <sighs> oh, my God. Um, that that you know what? Sorry, real quick sidetrack. That sucks because that really eliminates all those possibilities of me like. When I think of like, for example, I Love You, Man, the movie, <laughs> I was really hoping to get in an argument with you before, and then I show up on a fucking scooter, and I interrupt the ceremony. And oh, I really, I really wish you wouldn't have ruined that because know, I'm still, I'm still pushing for one. It may, it may happen. We don't know. I don't know. And then, and then that's not even where the possibilities end. <laughs> I get to give the speech intoxicated highly intoxicated and then yes. oh my god like the possibilities of what i could do to that ceremony are well, one endless. of the big one of the big arguments was that obviously you're my best man and i said so if the day were to come you know the dumb and dumber outfits are coming into play right <laughs> <laughs> like i got my right hand man next to me and he's in bright orange and I'll be in blue or however we decide to do it and that didn't fare well yeah I could totally see that (laughs) but you know uh, it's a great it would be a a a legendary party I've always said I've always said you need to quit pussing out we need to cut out the middleman and just marry each other we do whatever we want exactly and you know what (laughs) Dina you're gonna be in the audience watching (laughs) She's gonna be my best man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna wear. She's gonna wear the orange outfit. No, actually, we will oh, wear them together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> she could be. She could be like a, a skier Floyd, right? When she's wearing the big old <laughs> fluffy things, and Danny could be somebody else. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, that'd be great. But going, but going back to what I was saying, okay, yeah, she and I, she and I argued about the corn tortilla thing because, again, both of you were right. Mm-hmm. So then I sat there and I'm like. Damn it! The most two two of the most important people in my life are right. I refuse to be wrong. And then I came up with, which is true. I'd still be able to indulge in something I love. Fun fact: out of any chip in this whole entire world, Ruffles, Lay's, barbecue, what have you, tostadas are my favorite chip in the whole entire world. I I, I couldn't agree more. I love them. Yeah. So that being said, I'd kind of be cheating. My the, my point is to, I gotta stay away from everything I love. So even though I is even that why now you're not here, Adrian? Exactly why I'm not there. I said, you know what? If I can't have regular meat, I'm not going to have Italian meat either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from all the proteins, man. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so so yeah. So I, that's what I said. I said, all right, fine. I'm not going to let you win. I don't. I if I can have what if I can indulge in what I love, that's defeating the purpose. Right. So I still I still stray away from corn tortillas. So oh. I'm fine. The the weird things. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I've I've told you numerous times. There's this one video I saw. This guy had this fucking enlightenment, this fucking outer body experience, being being what I'm doing, right? No mm-hmm. carbs, no sugar. It's just straight, cold, raw veggies and fruit. And that's what I'm searching for. And I don't know if I'm almost there, but I can tell you the one thing that I've noticed, aside from the cravings, dude. 
I am one moody son of a bitch, dude. I go, I go from like zero to fucking all out rage in an instant. Everything is annoying me. I'm fucking mad, and then the very next second, I'm super depressed. Yeah, like Jason, like Jason depressed. You know, true to the stone, depressed. Like it's it's crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know say like yeah. like it's weird that's the one thing i'm noticing like it's it's not the physical that i'm that i'm i'm experiencing it's the mental mm. like i feel broken inside in my, my mind so let me let me ask you this um i will say that when i did no carbohydrates i was the same way i was the most moody i mean i'm moody as it is but like that was yeah just, you are <laughs> that was even worse um but then I also think there's also a level of transition. It's kind of like quitting a drug, right? Like smoking yeah. or something. Like your body goes into this mode of... Um... Quitting men. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you quit something. Uh, like it almost goes into like survival mode. Yeah, but there's a word. Oh, I just said, it. I was just talking to Jason about it just not too long ago. Um, where you have, you know, effects that happen afterwards because your body is like, wait a minute, you just cut me off from this. Withdrawals, there you yeah. go. There you oh, go. there you Sorry. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think well, there's a level of that or do you think it's already been too long to, to say? I think I'm on day 11. Oh, um, really? I thought, it, why did I think it was longer than that? <laughs> no, because it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what they always say. Um, no, it was uh, this past Wednesday was seven days. It had been a full week, so we're now Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Eight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, yeah, I'm on day 11. Yeah, this is my 11th day. Really? I had to bust out, I had to bust out the brown fingers. On ha- that wait, hasn't been... I thought it was two weeks from Wednesday. No. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. So then, yeah, yeah you could totally be having total withdrawals. Yeah, you know, the thing is, is okay... As an inner fat kid, right? I, I crave the feeling. My, I tell my wife all the time. I don't. I I love to be full, right? So I was afraid that I wasn't going to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. But high fiber diet, I constantly feel full. So at first I thought, okay, maybe I'm just going to be starving all the time. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not a starvation thing because right. realistically, now I can eat more times a day than mm-hmm. I used to because I used to try to save all my calories for one shot, this, right. that, and the other. Right. But now I, I can eat whenever I want because I'm I'm struggling trying to get to 2,000 calories. Like fucking struggling. So even but when mi- you work out and everything, that's what you normally do is 2,000 calories? Uh, Yeah, 2,000 oh. 2, uh, to 2,200, right around there, depending. Okay. Um, So, I mean, I've noticed some physical changes, right? Like... Things don't feel it's it's not as hard and tight. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I feel I, <laughs> I, Damn I, I feel it. I'm really glad I you're know. not here. Then shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I feel that a little bit, right? I mean, I'm not going through like crazy muscle atrophy or anything, but again, it's more of a mental thing that I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to be mad. I have no reason to be sad, and it's just I'm always fucking mad yeah like i'm always neutral i haven't been in a good mood once and i've just been neutral but anything will set me off anything it's kind of funny because a lot of people don't realize or maybe they do i don't know i i have this thing where i just think that people are just completely clueless which usually i find out that they are after conversation with them but anyways you know like sugar is technically like a drug right because 
when you eat something sugary, your body releases chemicals um, similar to they would if you were doing a drug. That make no, you feel, make, it makes you feel good. And right. so the same thing can be said for eating any type of food. If you're like watering at the mouth because you wanted to go out and have a steak and um, you go and you give yourself that steak, it's like it's the same idea of taking a drug your your body will actually release chemicals in your brain that make you feel good for giving your body what it is that your body was craving um so that's why like for example cheese a lot of people struggle with giving up cheese because cheese is is almost an addictive thing they say that um cheese actually brings out the same makes the same reactors fire off in your brain as what heroin addicts uh, experience It's funny you should mention that. The fact that, okay, and I know there's vegan cheese, but I I haven't tried it. The fact that I can't put cheese on anything, I you you realize how much one how much shit has cheese in it. Mm-hmm. Two, right? What che- what cheese really does to something? Like I, I always tell my wife, if I could just put some cheese in this fucking lump of lettuce, right. I'd be all right. Right? I'd be all right. I could stomach it way better, but I can't. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and, and you know the, the the funny thing about it is, is I I do this every year. So every year it's the sugar for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I I try to limit my sugar to begin with anyway, right? Just period for the you know fitness factor and, and whatnot. So, but for Lent every year it's always sugar. Last year I did sugar and breads, all breads, and I felt great. I felt fine being able to eat you know bunless burgers and. I had all the steak I wanted, mm-hmm. all the broccoli, this, that, and the other. So I, I didn't feel this last year at all. So I've given up carbs and sugars and all that before. So I'm thinking like, shit, man, does meat really have that much of an effect on your body to make me feel like this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm getting a lot of nutrients. But again, I do not think I'm getting... Uh, I, let me take that back. I know I'm not getting enough calories because there's only so much of that shit you can shovel in your body, exactly. man. Exactly. Again, it's it's a high fiber, so you automatically feel full very quick, especially if it's very uh, broccoli heavy, mm-hmm. which normal, which most of my shit is because it's like I love broccoli and I'm trying to spice up everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So, but I will say, I will say, you and I, we didn't, we've never argued, but I was always like, you're fucking high. It's never gonna happen. You need to hear yourself and walk away. Mm-hmm. But. I broke because I'm tired of eating the same shit. I tried a uh, vegan meat patty. Mm. I've tried. I've tried several at this point. Right. And I gotta say, you, the company Beyond Meat mm-hmm. blew my fucking little brown hair <laughs> back, dude. It made it made the first bite. I shit you not. I was like, damn, am I eating my dad's hamburgers right now? Yeah. Like I could. I could not understand what was going on. Right. And then, and then I kept telling myself, "No, nah, I'm just fucking starving, and I'm tired of cold veggies. My body just needed something hot." A day later, I had the other one, and I was like, "Fuck, mm-hmm. this shit is great! Like, I can't even tell. I cannot tell." I'm so glad you so, finally did that. Um, so, so let me apologize publicly. I'm <laughs> sorry. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I- I do, I do, I'm going to tell you again what I told you before. I do think that after your 40 days and 40 nights, try two weeks of veganism, but with carbohydrates. That's what I told my wife. I said, I do feel 
something, even though it's more negative than positive at this time, I do feel something, right, going on through my body. And I told her, though, I probably won't ever go full vegan. I said, I do see myself purging my body like every three weeks, going to like two weeks of nothing but of vegetarian food. And then I'll jump back on the meat. And then, you know, just trying to purge my body. Every- <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I love jumping back on that meat. I, I get on that meat all the time, my man. <laughs> Dude, one of the guys here at work was like, oh, man, you're going crazy for Lent. Are you going to give up guys? I was like, listen to yourself, my man. I'm not a machine and I'm not crazy. Okay. I'd give up air before I give up men. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that No, I, I got to say, man, it's, it's pretty admirable. Me being a full-time vegan i i couldn't even do that i could not do the no carbohydrate thing like i i have to have the crazy uh, crazy dude i i I love putting my body through that i love it and not to mention the one weird thing okay i thought for sure carbohydrates are your main source of energy right Mm -hmm. though everything has carbs in it broccoli has carbs on it right it, right it, it's just it, different. in it a right. lot of shit has carbs in it so I'm, I'm not entirely losing well i am having carbs so it's not like i'm completely cutting back on carbs it's the starches and the heavy potatoes right. anyway i thought for sure my workouts were going to suffer no man not one fucking iota hasn't suffered wow. not one that's awesome yeah i still have the same same pet but then again i contribute that to I am neurotic and I'm addicted. So that's like my my happy place. You yeah, know what I mean? That is literally your drug. Yeah. Like, so it's like that that'll get me through well, anything. That and and me, but whatever. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, what what I'm really <clears throat> curious to see or to find yeah. out about is is when you yeah, do so finally th- go back what that's going to be like for you. Like the experience. I'm scared. You, you scared me. One time you were like, dude, just when you do go back, take it slow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why did he say that? So, of course, I got on YouTube, my church, and yeah, sure as shit, dude. A lot of vegans are like, dude, the day I said fuck it and I went to town, I regretted it. So yeah. now I'm scared. Now I'm scared. It's it, it's crazy because I, I kind of, okay, to me, for my body personally, like meats, especially particularly red meats, um, I think my body just kind of sees them as like poison because whenever I'm eating red meats, whenever I have in the past or I've decided to like, I get sick. Like the way people get hung over after a night of drinking a 12 beers and five shots, that's what happens to me after eating red meat. That's a a cool summer breeze, my man. What are you talking about? That's a warm up. (laughs) Dude, I'll get a hangover now after two beers. (laughs) Still do it though. Which by the way, um, you know, I said on the last podcast I was going to quit drinking. Uh, eh, yeah, struggled a little bit with that. Yeah, you and I spoke about that already. <sighs> I mean, oh. like I'm not getting drunk. I literally, no, like, for yeah. example, we recorded. We were recording drums for one of our songs on Friday night. I had three beers that whole night. We were recording for like four hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, that's not bad. Yeah. The night before that, me and Daniela went out. Um, I had one beer, had one drink. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not an alcoholic. I just I I crave the taste of it because I love the way it tastes. You know, I give yeah, absolutely. That's where I'm at in this point in my life. You know, I tell my wife I I just like the way it tastes. So I'm not gonna have eight or nine, but I do want one or two. You know what I mean? I just yeah. I genuinely people talk all the shit they want. I genuinely love the taste of beer. Right, Bud Light. 
Bud Light oh. in particular. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, like I hate being drunk. I hate it. Like oh, I, okay. I know, I know you're gonna disagree with that, but with me personally, yeah. I can't stand it. Like I don't even. It's not even fun to me. Yeah, you um, are reaching on that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't find it to be fun. Like I drink just because it tastes good, and and that's it. I mean. What I will like yeah. sometimes is sometimes, you know, you get that little buzz, uh, especially when it's kind of unexpected. But other than that, beyond that, I'm like, no, like, I'm good. I don't I don't need it. Like, I just love the way beer tastes, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I, Eric I was telling me that, you know, there's a brewery in, in Las Cruces that I used to go to, actually, and he was telling me how he'll drink the pecan-flavored beer. And ever since he told me that, I'm like, oh, man, I need to make a, a drive out there because, God, that sounds so amazing. I probably have had it, actually, but it just sounds so damn good. Yeah, that does sound pretty weird. Weirdly good. Yeah. Oddly good, however you want to call well, it. Like me and my coffee beer, man, which I, I don't know if I told you, I found a brewery here in town that's brand new, and they actually have a coffee beer, which was really good. My really? Only, yeah, my only complaint was, for whatever reason, it just seemed like it wasn't carbonated enough. Mm. And so I kind of struggled with that because I love that carbonation. But anyways, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think one day, one day I'll, I'll. I mean, I've gone years without drinking. One day soon, I'll probably just not have any alcohol at all. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Up and down. Because <laughs> right? you know what, my wife made me feel really good about it. I was. We went to go have dinner at a restaurant, and. um I was like, God, I want a beer so bad because, you know, just like the taste, you know? Yeah. And she goes, Paul, dude, she goes, it's not like you're an alcoholic trying to kick the habit. Like you drink very little, very rarely on occasion. Like who cares? It's just one beer. And I was like, you got a good point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not like back in the day when you were gunning them, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be be different. Okay. Like I will tell you this, man. I do miss shotgunning beers with you. I, dude, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I have no idea why I thought about this. Oh, I, I remember. I was in the garage, getting uh, my gym. Thank you, not a garage. <laughs> I was I was warming up. A good song came on. I started dancing. I said, I'm going to warm up to this motherfucker dancing. <laughs> I just started jokingly just bopping around. And then I remember our little dance contest. That Not a contest, but in the we used to be in your front yard in the driveway by the car. And we would just start fucking dancing yeah. and mimicking, mimicking other people that we know or just busting out <laughs> random dance moves. <laughs> oh, God. That was good. Dude, 1999, dude. No jobs, right? You had a house. You were a family man. So I was just your leech. Man, we found awesome ways to keep ourselves entertained. Yeah. I uh <laughs> I will tell you though, when I think about like a warm especially like when I think about like my mom's old house when she had a swimming pool and all that. Oh yeah. Like I am I think about a warm afternoon, there's food on the grill, and you and I shotgunning like two or three beers, that yeah. sounds like heaven. Yeah. I don't care. Dude, your it could mom, be Bush, Bud Light. It doesn't matter. That sounds like every heaven. every year on Fourth of July. And I know, I know. Sometimes you equate Fourth of July with my dad, but I always on Fourth of July, one time that day, we'll always miss your mom's old house. Yeah, I don't know why. Did we used to hang out mom, there a lot on Fourth of July? Yeah, my mom. I don't always, remember that. She always grilled out, cooked out during like well for everything really. Yeah, be, yeah. Be I know that's what I'm saying. That, President's yeah, that's Day. What she that's what I'm saying. Out. I don't. I, yeah, I remember she would do that all, and she would, dude. And there would only be like eight of us, you know, like including your mom and your aunts and like me yourself and a few other people. And there was like 
dude Enough. food for fucking days yeah, exactly dude. yep yep that was the best but i don't know why every fourth of july i always think about your mom's house yeah every year those that was yeah she would always do something and it was always nice just like you know even though we really wouldn't swim it was just like the, the fact that the pool's there and like just shot, shotgunning beers getting them like freaking cold from the ice chest like oh my god dude, yeah that's the best like now you're making my mouth water when i'm on my deathbed Remember, uh, what's that movie? Uh, beer, what is it? Uh, when the dad, he's chugging beers right before he dies. I don't, I don't uh, know. I've never, what is it? Is uh, it beer Fest. It, I've never seen that one. What? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh my God, Adrian. What? Hey, speaking of. You, you know, know, you know keep, the guys keep, from Super Troopers made that movie, right? Yeah, I remember you talking about it, but oh I, I've never, okay, it's I've not never even like it. that great of a movie. But that part, you got to watch at least the first ten minutes. It's a, it's it's actually a pretty good movie. But I've actually thought when I when I'm on my deathbed, uh, that would be a pretty cool way to go, like shotgunning like three beers and then just dying, like because that's what he does. Dude, I want my closest people next to me watching Rocky One, drinking a Slurpee and a beer at the same time, and just wait waiting for the ride, man. That's how I want to go. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yeah. Now, now I really want a shotgun and beer. Damn it! Oh, so um, anybody listening? If Adrian sounds a little different, obviously we talked about how we're not in the same room. Um, he's where are you, Adrian? Currently at work. Yeah. So we got to make this work somehow, right? Yeah. We can't get we can't give up on our five fans, dude. I'll tell you <laughs> what, I will sacrifice. This whole city's gonna go in the dark because I'm doing this right now. But that's all right. You know, we've made a whopping uh, $8 now. Oh, shit. You know what we can do? We can actually get we can actually get value meals now. Oh, man. That's what happens when you get... Actually, we've made, yeah, a little bit over $8. Um, just so you all know how it works, it's pretty much a penny a listen. Um, and that's a penny a listen for only the episodes that we've actually put a um, sponsor on and i think that's actually oh. been less than half of them yeah so oh damn it so that means we've i think overall we have like well over a thousand listens you know you but, know what we should do you know what we should do as a as a token of our gratitude we should give one lucky listener those eight dollars <laughs> <laughs> jason you got eight dollars coming to you <laughs> <laughs> we should have a contest Eight dollars yeah. coming your way. Who wants it? What we'll do is we could we could put like a random like statement somewhere, like in a different voice, somewhere in the episode, and the first person to message us with the statement verbatim gets the eight bucks. Gets eight bucks. So I'm in. Um, hey, y'all hear that? Someone's about to be eight dollars richer and blessed, my friend. All right, we'll do that next episode though. All right, so yeah, that way us, we can plan it. Yeah, it gives that. me time to think of what to put in there. It's, and it's got to be one of our, our, our key words, something that we use all the time. Yeah, of course. And it'll be right. real quick. And you know what? To make it even harder, I should put it in reverse so they have to. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is, but you said real quick and make it harder in the same, almost the oh. same sentence. And it got my, it got me going. Dude, if I had a dollar for every time I said those words back to back, I'd be filthy rich. Oh, shit. Adrian, it's 8.15. Make it real quick. Um or it's going to get harder. Yeah, or it's going to get harder. <laughs> <clears throat> um, all right. Um, 
So I think, yeah, well, let's let's plan on that. That'd be fun to do. Yeah, eight bucks, guys. Come on, fight for it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, and we're Can't not going to make it too yeah. easy, but yeah. I mean, at this point, where we're at in life right now, eight bucks will at least get you one gallon of gas. Think yeah, about exactly. it, people. <laughs> exactly. Let's fucking go. Come on, who wants it? <laughs> people are, speaking of that, people are mad at me right now, man. Like, mad at me. Okay. Like, not even so you your... because of my car. Not even, like, people that I know. <laughs> And my wife can um, can vouch for this. Like, it is the weirdest thing in the world where people look at me driving my car and react like like they're they're angry with me because I don't have to pay for gas. Yeah. It's the weirdest shit ever. I and mean, you know, granted, you know I was standing outside of Circle K just mocking them while they were putting gas in their car. But I'm just kidding. But. Uh, <laughs> No, but seriously, dude, like, it's weird, man. Like, people, like, sing shit as I drive by. People giving me dirty looks. Like, don't be mad. Don't be mad that I'm ahead of the game. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I tell you what, though, dude, on, on in my neighborhood, I see more Teslas than I see regular cars now. Dude, finally, because people are finally waking up. Dude, when I got my car, uh, there was this website you can go to where it tells you how many people in your city have specifically Teslas. Right. Mm-hmm. When I got my car, there was 40 Teslas in this city. Okay. I mm-hmm. saw an article like two days ago that said that, and this is including because the other cars are now electric, right? Now in, yeah. in this town, in this city, we have 1,400 people with, uh, it doesn't, ne- not necessarily a Tesla, but electric vehicles. I believe it. They're all, they're all in the Far East, eh? I believe it. Yeah. Well, Dude, actually, I keep seeing red ones, black ones, and there's like this one that it's not an SUV, but it looks bigger than like a regular yeah, the, sedan. The the model, either the Model Y or the Model X. Oh, yeah. It, it looks funky, but yeah, I keep seeing, I've seen more than two of those out there. Dude, it's, it's amazing. I pay like $20 a month to charge that car up at my home. Yeah. And everybody... Like, dude, and I've been, you and I have had this conversation many times. I've been telling you, like, dude, get a car. Not only, not only because they're economical, not only because, you know, the planet and all that stuff. And they're really cool. Like, that's, to me, that's the biggest thing. Like, people think, like, like, granted, I am very hippie, right? But people thought that, like, I'm getting it because I want to save the planet. No, I got it because it's a fucking cool car. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fucking faster than everybody else's car. It has like really fun things on it. Like it's a cool fucking car. Yeah, but, um, it is. you, not only do you, would you get like, you get a discount because of where you work, like a massive mm-hmm. discount. Mm-hmm. You get uh, the federal money. I think they enacted it again this year. So like, if you got it, you would get like a rebate of like almost eight grand. Like you need on to top of my discount, yeah, dude. On top of what? It. Yeah, the you on your income tax, you write it off, and I think it's seventy five hundred bucks again. Holy I missed shit. out on it because the the year that I got mine, they had done away with it, uh, but now apparently it's back on. So you would actually get on top of your discount seventy five hundred bucks back. Balgame, dude. All right, I gotta start looking. At, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm leaning more towards that way. It's just I don't know. I'm creature of habit. Yeah. Look, it's not. It's it's. I I can afford one. It's it's not the payment that bothers me. It's not the charging it that bothers me. It's, in all actuality, dude, I've done good on my payments on my car to where I'm almost done. It'd just be nice to not have a car payment for a while. Yeah. Plain, plain and simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was, and then well, you know, I just sold my other car, and I'm really glad because I 
don't think I'd even be driving it because I would not want to be paying these gas prices. Oh yeah, agreed, dude. Agreed. You know, I saw. Um, you know, which electric car is fucking beautiful, but it's like a hundred thousand dollars. The Audis, man. Oh, oh yeah. shit, dude! That gray one that comes on that commercial, chingo. The thing is, too, is you gotta you gotta really look at the specs. The thing is, there's a lot of electric vehicles out there, but they suck. I, I hate to say it, like they suck compared to Teslas in terms of like, for example, one of the big ones that's out right now. I think it's uh, I think it's like a Ford. I don't know, but like my car, I get almost 300 miles on one charge, and that car only gets 100 miles. So when you when you know the specs only allow for 100 miles like that means you're charging all the time so really you're probably going to be playing coast to what you would pay having to put gas anyways you know what i mean yeah um, so yeah. It's one of the things that you got to look really closely at um for whatever reason tesla's just been able to maintain uh, being ahead of the game when it comes to that but i, I think oh, it's really cool that a lot of car companies obviously saw how much money they're making and they're they're starting to come around so yeah yeah, no, I, I, it's definitely on the uh, the to do to do list, right? But like I said, I'm just still weighing my options. I just uh, what really annoys me. One of the things that I get the most is you get a lot of these like big trucks and uh, like muscle cars revving their engine mm-hmm. next to me and stuff. Little do they know that I'm gonna smoke them out of the water in a race. Um, but <laughs> it's funny now because like when they do that, I'm like. Well, hey, that's your four bucks <laughs> that you're wasting right there. Yeah. So, yeah. so go for it. Have at it, bro. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me some crazy stories about other drivers. Oh yeah, dude. They always do what's called uh, rolling coal. Uh, the truck drivers they get in front of you and they gun it to get the the black smoke. You know, I'm like, oh, real. You're you're a cool guy using all yeah. your fossil fuels, and now you just cost yourself. You just now you just lost money for doing that. Like, yeah. real good, dude. <laughs> um the if i don't get another electric car and and danielle and i talked about this we're gonna just get a a a vespa we're gonna (laughs) whoa (laughs) dude i better be the first fucking person you pick up man i tell you what (laughs) hell yeah we're gonna go all the way to the rockies dude yes we are 60 miles of the gallon on this puppy (laughs) (laughs) oh but anyways i don't even know how we got into this but um yeah, but, I, lo- I do. I love it when we go random. So there are a couple things I know we we typically try not to um, have topics, right? Which we didn't. We we didn't do a challenge last time, right? We don't have a challenge to finish up on, right? Right. We 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 gave the results of the challenge last time. Okay. So I had some things that I, I felt interesting to kind of rip off of this, these other videos that I've watched, and I don't give a shit if we're ripping it off, but I'm I'm honestly curious. But let's get the shit out of the way, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And thank you for listening to another episode of The Shat. So today, I'm trying to break away from the female thing. And I always mention a lot of metal bands. I, I, I thought I'd mention a band that I hold near and dear to my heart these days because they're just a breath of fresh air, though they're very retro. And you can tell when you hear them right off the bat. Um, I love the singer. They have a saxophone player. It's just everything you loved about the 80s done right. And done now so there's this band that i've been listening to since i want to say 2017 they haven't put out they don't have a whole lot of material out right now uh, but what they do have it's absolutely amazing and they're a band called choir boy hmm. they're uh, they're from ohio they're signed to uh deus records who's uh also home of another amazing 
uh, goth synth pop type musician named Drab Majesty. I'll bring him up later. Uh, but yeah, so if you're into like the 80s, Depeche Mode, Cure, anything box, a little bit of Spandu Ballet, you know, uh, that that style of 80s, right, with the, the saxophones. And and this is your group. They're phenomenal. The singer's voice is just so soothing. And literally, you can drop them off in 1988 and they would fit right in. So do they... Okay, okay. I, I, to me, there's a big difference between a band that sounds like they're fresh out of the '80s and a band that's trying to sound '80s. So no, they, they, that's what I'm saying. Done right. Okay. They've done it right. You can, they're, you can tell when a band is trying, right? Like, hey man, let's sound like Depeche Mode or let's sound like so and so. No, the comparisons I made are just what I've picked up on, but you can tell it's genuine, right? Like you can feel the genuine love for either that genre. Or the artist from that genre, or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. you can tell it's genuine in my cool. eyes, right? Because I've heard a lot of bands that try to do the whole '80s thing, and and it's just too—it's like blatantly obvious that they they re- went out for this sound, and they sit down and said, "Hey, man, guess what? I want to be an '80s band." You know what I mean? Right, right. You don't get you don't get that from these guys. It's very genuine. The, the way I picked up on it, right? Um, two notable songs, my all-time favorite songs from them. One of them is a song called "Blood Moon." a little on the slower side um that's on that's off their album that came out in 2016 called passive with desire and off of um their album in 2020 called gathering swans there's a song called toxic eye that's a little more on the uh uppity side right a little more upbeat two of my favorite songs from them um yeah what more can i say they're amazing if you love the 80s and that that style this is the band for you choir boy that's my shit for the day I don't know what it was about the 80s, but the 80s produced a lot of really good music. Oh, they did. Mine That's why the when metal people, people right now, the big thing is like the 90s. And I'm like, I've still been like, screw the 90s. I was a little tiny kid in the 80s. And you know what? The The funny thing is, is that I didn't appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me, 80s music in the 80s. It took me like two decades later to really appreciate the music from the 80s. Now, we're talking... Um... We're talking hair metal eighties. No, 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 no. New the new wave. Yeah, 80s? the new wave stuff. Okay. Yeah. Duran Duran, Depeche right. Mode, stuff like that. Like new yeah, wave. Oh, absolutely. To me, new wave is is everything. Still to this day, like I love listening to that music, and it's not it's not me reminiscing or anything because I didn't listen to that back in the eighties. I was yeah. a a metalhead kid, right? Like <clears throat> I was all about Metallica and uh, Motley Crue, and you know. Fucking half and half, dude. I was I was listening to everything else but that. Yeah, like that's what I was all about. You know, that's when I was first um, interested in playing guitar. I was, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was nine years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that yeah. was in uh, in the eighties, and um, so I really wasn't listening to any of that stuff. So that stuff didn't pop up until later on, and I was just like, wow, why, where was I? Like, this is such great music, and now like I'm a huge fan of all those and i've been for like the last couple of decades you know like yeah depeche mode when in rome um um i mean you i mean they don't come to mind right now but they're yeah. they're just amazing amazing artists the songs the, the quality not the it was just the the ability to write a song like no i don't know there's not a lot of people doing that nowadays like writing those types of songs. So I'm really interested to hear, what are they called again? Choir Boy. Choir Boy. I'm really interested. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're um, amazing, man. It's like it's like you just said, growing up, I mean, you were listening to all the metal shit, but when, when this stuff was in its prime because of my cousins, I had mentioned before, my cousins are like my older brothers and sisters. Um, that's what I was listening to. The Cure, I, I was listening to The Cure at like five, six years old. Uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, Pet Shop Boys, Dude, Morrissey and the Smiths, of course, are everything to us in this family. So, yeah, so when I heard them, the, they don't necessarily sound like Morrissey or the Smiths or even the Cure, right? It's more of a, more of like I said, like more of that Spandu ballet type '80s with the saxophone, and, but not cheesy style saxophone. It's, okay. You have to hear it. You have to hear it. I, I absolutely love them. That's awesome. Yeah, um, choir boy. And it's funny because I actually didn't even start listening to like the Smiths or Morrissey until I met you. Um, you're, welcome. you're fucking welcome. <laughs> um, I didn't that that was a whole different world of, uh, of music for me. Um, Oh, something about last episode we talked about, you told me to go and listen, or you were talking about the silver chair, uh, album. Oh yeah. 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 I tried, man. I can't, you couldn't do it. I, huh? I figured you it. couldn't. Yeah. It was just, I, you know, the weird thing about that point in time, right? Like I imagine, and we always say it jokingly, right? When we met, I was in a Smashing Pumpkin t-shirt. You were in a Pantera t-shirt. Like when we first locked eyes in high school. Yeah. So your people, early 90s to mid 90s, were very like, fuck grunge, right? Not necessarily you, but I'm just saying there was like no, that I was divide. Too. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker it was, right here. It was a real, how, it was an insult. How we, are, how we are best friends is fucking beyond me, man. I tell you what. <laughs> Opposites seriously do attract. Yeah. You're lucky. You're lucky you got that smile and then toes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um but now I I, I listen I mean, I listened to Alice in Chains um Soundgarden during that time. But to yeah. me, I, I never associated them with the other grunge bands, even though I know they were part of that movement. I will give you that. You mentioned two bands that, yes, really strayed that path, dude. I, I agree with you. There's times where I'm like, man, you really listened to um, the first Alice in Chains that I was called Facelift? Mm -hmm. uh, that's like, man, that's more... It's it's a newer brand of metal. I would not... Right? Like, it had the more of the singing and it wasn't as... as metallica metally right but right. it was definitely harder than grunge for sure well also what it was is that those two bands <laughs> were able to mesh the grunge movement with the metal movement in my opinion that's what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it had more of that like metal groove with yet the, the undertone of the grunge you know trying to keep up with the times basically without i guess losing who they really were if you want to say that right yeah I, those are two bands and i, I even want to i even want to say stone temple pilots because they're one oh, of my yeah. favorite but, oh for yeah, sure. to me no. those three bands were like i was kind of and then well and then punk, the smashing pumpkins for shit sure were not grunge no so when people throw those four bands and that makes them like mm, you put the smashing pumpkin song on and then you put fucking meat puppets on or you or you put big head todd on they're not gonna fit the pumpkins do not fit in that Seattle sound in my, at all. In my opinion, I think the Smashing Pumpkins gave birth to alternative rock. Uh, dude, I'm not going to argue with you. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, the pumpkins are just amazing. <clears throat> i got to tell you, though, yeah. on a kind of a quick side note. Dude, my appreciation for... And, and it's funny because anybody that knows me is like... They, they're not going to believe what I'm saying, even though I've said it before. Dude, like, I love Nirvana now. I love uh, Nirvana yeah. now. And, you know, I despised them for so many years. Um, but watching the movie The Batman, when yeah. that Nirvana song, I can't remember what it's called, 
comes on. Something something in the way. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, man. Yeah. That's and it's such weird. Such a good that, song. That that is my all time favorite Nirvana song. Yeah. So when that came out on that movie, I was like, God, it's about time somebody uses a good song. Yes. That was just like chills, bro, you know? Like yeah. I got <laughs> I got chills. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you so Frog Stomp. Silver chair did not catch, huh? You couldn't find one good thing about it. I couldn't, man. I couldn't. I, you know what's funny is that hearing it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this song. Oh, oh yeah, I remember this one. I just couldn't, man. I just. I bet you. You know, more you know what? A, you know oh. what it reminded me of, and I'm I'm not talking shit. Um, I, I'm just gonna say the statement for what it is. Uh, one of our old drummers was in a band. They were called Level. Yeah. I felt like I was listening to them. I just really, yeah. Yeah, even though I will say that that band level, I actually liked some of their songs, but yeah, like absolutely. all of a sudden it was just like, wait a minute, I feel like I'm listening to that band. Really? And the singer of that huh. band actually is, he's got a pretty big band now. But um, but anyways, yeah, I don't know why. For some reason it just like really, for whatever, like my brain like made that connection. Well, fun fact, I went to high school with the singer of level and nerve, uh, Silverchair was before level so if anybody sounds like anybody level sounds like silver chair <laughs> I remember playing. he 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 was a fun fact again he was in a band called soylent green at oh that yeah time. that's right i remember we actually my old band before i met you we used to play backyard shows with those guys yeah um yep. remember so Mo, like mojo remember them mojo yep. yeah we used to play exactly. backyard shows with them what i wonder what happened to all those guys Ah, oh, damn it. We said we were going to make this one like an old school one and we totally forgot. Oh, next time. Right. Next time. <laughs> next next week we're doing all of our old stories cuz yeah. like that to me that's cool shit to know that we went to high school with these dudes and yeah, yeah. like you said like you said Jared from Levels in a pretty big band. Uh, yeah, they're called late, late, uh, March of Dimes, I believe. Right? Is it? Or, no, is that a, or is that a is March that, of March of Times is a different <laughs> It's like a nonprofit, huh? Yeah. Uh, March of something. March oh the March Divide. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Everybody Dimes. donate to March of Dimes. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, that's a better is idea. It, let's, let's, is it called the Red Cross? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, March you, the the March Divide, if I remember yes, correctly. Which and I, what Late mid to early mid to late ten th- two thousands like eight ten eleven right around there is when that bag- band was really big right yeah I think so I I didn't even know I had always heard the name and then somebody had told me that that was his band I was like oh wow cool uh, never really gave him much listen uh, but he was always he was always really uh, one of the musicians out there that hustled and really was oh, always absolutely. On, on top of his game and doing all the things that musicians should do. Um, so it's no surprise that, you know, and then he, he was always improving upon his craft. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think he has an amazing voice. Um, his name's Jared for those who don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever since I met him. Yeah. Like, just like you, we played backyard shows with him and good, good, good guy. Great guy deserves everything he has. And, uh, yeah, it's It's, crazy. It's funny to think about, I wonder how often, how many times we were in the same place at the same time and just never knew you were my future. Uh, dude, I've thought about that so many. Look, we lived two blocks two away block, from each two other. Two blocks away from each other. Yeah. How in that? You guys, you and Eric, because your brother was an ex cholo, mm-hmm. were always on my block. Yeah. How did? How in the fuck did this not happen? Constantly, 
Like you were that kid probably driving to the groceries with your mom, looking out the window and looking at us like, like, e way. Those are the guys my parents keep me away from. Thank you, dad. (laughs) Or my dad or vice versa. My dad's probably like, you see those little motherfuckers right there? That's exactly why I don't let you out of the house. (laughs) Lo and behold, lo and behold, you guys are my best friends. You and Eric. (laughs) It's hilarious too, because then I think about high school and how, I noticed you right away. Like, I noticed you. I mean. Yeah, you did. I know I why, like, too, you pervert. Yeah, I was like, damn. But, uh-huh. <laughs> Is he cute? Is he brown? <laughs> no, right away. I, know, I mean, you and your brother, you were twins. You know, like, you guys were well-known in high school. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, but I never, I was like, oh, wow, there's another guy wearing baggy jeans just like me. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, But for whatever reason... I was wearing a Pantera shirt. You were in Smashing Pumpkins, so yeah. yeah. And like I told you, my when we locked eyes, you thought I was mad dogging you, but literally, I was like, "Oh, this you know, this dude needs a hug. <laughs> Somebody hug this motherfucker, please." <laughs> but uh, it's hilarious, yeah, because like our lives were pretty much parallel to each other since our we were in diapers, and it took us fifteen, sixteen years to discover each other. Yeah, it's weird. yeah, it's weird, dude. It's very, very weird. But you know. Again, for the godly people. God said, if I gave them each other earlier, we probably wouldn't have been friends to this very day. I think it was the right time. We became friends at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because the minute I found out, you know, about some of your early hijinks and shenanigans, I'd probably have been like, nope, I'm not <laughs> hanging out with this dude. No, thank you. I know, right? Well, <laughs> so yeah. I, met you at, I met you at the tail end of all your shenanigans. So I'm telling you, it's it's for a reason. I Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, that'll be... Next episode, we got to make a note. Yeah, absolutely. We, we I want to talk that. about day one. I mean, I'm talking your earlier bands to Jabberwocky to Swim, my earlier bands from Static to Illusion to Swim. Like, yeah, I want to talk about all of it. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. And the and the five of you, sorry if you get bored. We just need to have this on file. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's actually really funny and really interesting, especially when we get into talking about some of the people that we were around at that time and kind of like, well, like right now we were talking about Jared and kind of where he's, um, what he's become, you know? Yeah. Um, we have I, lots I of stories about what other people have become. Yeah. It's just, and it always baffles me and I know you hate it, but even though I know deep down inside, you feel the same way. It's like, we know Jared from level. We've known Norman. We know Caesar. We know all these people, but yeah, we're the ones that never made it. <laughs> You know what well, I mean? Not, but we we can have this talk. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault. Yeah, but some of those guys, you want to say made it, but I don't even think they made it either. Caesar, on okay. the other hand, Caesar has. Caesar is doing amazing he, things. The guy's uh, making a living off of what he's doing, and he plays for one of the biggest yeah. bands in the world. And that's what I mean by making it. I don't mean MTV status. I don't mean right, right. VMA awards. But, I mean get they get paid well to do what they. But love. what that's what I'm saying is that aside from Caesar, the other guys, I I would put my life on it. I guarantee you, they it's just the illusion of making it, not actually not making J- it. Not, not Jared. I think Jared is. No, I even mean, then, man. Even then, think about it. Um, I bet you if I go online, you know, might he might have a few ten thousand views or whatever on videos and stuff, or maybe a couple hundred thousand. That's dude, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's really not making it. So it's a hundred thousand more than I have. So I'll give him that. That's a good point. But you know what? <laughs> and, and <clears throat> that's always been the thing too. Is like, you know me, like, you know how I've always cringed at the word like making it. You know, and you've always gotten mad at me for it because. 
I just never, as much as that would be great to be make, you know, make a living off of playing music. It was just never something like it was something that I was always striving for. But in my mind, it was kind of like, that's the icing on the cake and not necessarily the reason why I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like to me, you know me, I love writing music. I love making music. I don't care who's listening. Uh, if you like it, fantastic. It's kind of like this podcast. Like we're not doing this to make money. We're doing it because it's fun and we enjoy doing it. And Yeah, think about it. We're willing to give our, our life savings away, yeah. $8. <laughs> We've made $8 on this podcast from hours. Yeah, we're going to give it, it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, value comes from enjoyment and doing something. And granted, um, you know, if you're out there touring and you're making money off of it, that enjoyment lasts longer because you're you're able to yeah, sustain and, yourself financially. And, that, and that's what I'm getting at. To be able to live in that moment all the time. You know what I mean? But don't is, you think it would get old? Because I, I remember never, like, after, never. like, I don't know, I've been on tour for weeks and even a couple months at a time and I would get sick of it sometimes, man. I, I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't. I, I I would get sick of some of the company. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. But the the experience in itself, no, I loved it. I mean, yeah, you know, sleeping on a on a in a fifteen passenger van on the bench. You know, you're the smallest one in the band, so they put you on the floor. I mean, shit like that sucks. But yeah, I I wouldn't change it for the world, man. I look. I've told you a million times. I. I don't do this because I want to. I don't play music because I want to. I play music because I have to. Like, it's like what I'm, my God-given ability. It's like cheesy, cliche. It's what I was put here to do, man. It's yeah. what I love to do. And I could do it all fucking day long. Yeah. I, that's, I, why I, that's why I tell you, I always feel the need and will always be in bands, no matter what. Because it's just, I love it. Yeah. Which is why we it. should just, I mean... Like, I could totally be on tour with you. Like, we've been there so many times that, like, it would be just a blast, just me and you, which is why I say, and you're going to be like, do you got me on a paint no mindless, bitch? But <laughs> we should just do an electronic duo, man. Like, Odessa uh, style, geez. just me and you. Oh, I got a better idea. We should call it Headdress. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a project we already started. I forgot. Uh, yes. Uh, Jeez, God, That'd be the easiest fucking money we've ever made, man. I tell you what. Yeah. That that's, be, dude, it would be fun. in our sleep. And fun. that, for sure, we don't have to be in the same room to do. We know that. Though yeah. it's fun, but to speed the process, here, here, write something to this. We need to work you know on what I mean? it. We need, we need to work uh, on it. Yeah. I've been telling you. I have too many damn ambitions. I need... Uh, I love uh, thank them all. you. Uh, I know, but you you know, at one point you got to be like, all right, is it going to be guys? Is it going to be girls? Because it can't be both. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I beg to differ on that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so um, um, real quick, because we're we're starting to lose some steam here, man. We're what? already an hour. And, uh, what are you talking I'm about? At, I just we're I'm getting started, Adrian. Well, I'm saying because hello, I'm at work. Do you not oh, forget? I'm supposed to be powering oh, the city right now. Oh, that's right. Right, oh, so, so you meant literally losing some steam, you know, for the Yeah, literally. It's going out the stack right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to the West Side. It's uh, I, you, you, The five of you come first. Um, 
So what I wanted to ask you, and I've been dying, and I know you're going to say, how the fuck can I do that? That's impossible to do. I can't do that on the spot. I'm going to make you try. That's the point of these questions when we do this to one another. I don't sing, Adrian. Sorry. <clears throat> no, you're going to. <laughs> dude, in, in headdress, we're going to be faceless. Dude, We're going to be a logo. We're going to be that kind of band. No one's going to know who we are. We're just going to put out this great music. Everyone's going to be like, the fuck is just this picture of this headdress bouncing around everywhere? What is this? Who is this? I already got it all mapped out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, so I've been watching, uh, I, I see this quite a bit, right? But I'm seeing it pop up more and more. And I've always said, ah, oh, man, that'd be fun to do. But now that we have the outlet to do it, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. I haven't even thought about what my answers are. Right. So, gun to your head, top five albums you cannot live without. Go. Right now? Holy shit. Well, the first album that comes to my mind is uh, Radiohead, OK Computer. Okay, love it. <sighs> Pantera's um, Far Beyond Driven. Love it, okay. Which, even though I haven't heard it in a very long time. It's funny you... because these are just albums that are like have been super inspirational to me. Um, yeah. But then, okay, so now I'm kind of torn between albums that I'm listening to and albums that have inspired me. Uh, dude, cannot live without factual you cannot live can, without like cannot, i'll never you, be able to hear it ever again <laughs> yep definitely radiohead okay computer is on that list that's the first thing that comes to my mind because even though i don't listen to it on a regular basis and when i do listen to it i'm kind of like this is so great but i've heard it so many times you know it's so weird though on on topic off topic mm -hmm. you know which, which album of theirs is a, a complete fucking sleeper and it makes me so mad how underrated this album is. And to me, it's their best album. Amnesiac, man. That album fucking stunned me. It's their, I can you think it's their best one, really? In my, my, wow. in my eyes, the album I can listen to top to bottom over and over are Amnesiac and Kid A. Wow. Those are, those are my, my two hands down. Kid A, because it reminds me of my wife a whole lot. She's a big Radiohead fan too. Mm -hmm. But Kid A and Amnesiac, hands down. Wow. And Kid A, because that's when, you know, throughout their career, you can you, they were dabbling and mm -hmm. going more. I love that. You know, that's my second favorite album. Yeah, electronic here, electronic there, some spritz of this, some spritz of that. When that album came out, and it was heavily electronic, I, dude, I almost cried. Wow. Kid A is amazing. But Amnesiac, dude, if you are, what, next time you're in the shop and you're fucking cutting away and you just need some background music, Play that album top to bottom. I promise you, you're going to call me and be like, you're fucking right. I never really stopped to pay attention. Yeah, I need to do it. Even though Radiohead is top five, one of my favorite bands of all time, oh, I absolutely. am not well-versed with all of their albums, <coughs> um, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. really weird. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll give that a shot. But definitely, for sure, for me, OK Computer just opened my eyes to a whole new world in terms of um, music writing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just it was just so well done. It's just... I don't know. I, I, I can't. That's that's number one for sure. This is a hard one, man. This is a Dude, very, very, very difficult one. Whatever comes to mind are your truest ones. If you got to think about it, I don't know, man. You know, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. God, it's going to backfire on me Don't shy so away from bad. who you are. Don't Dude, shy away. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, Corn self-titled. I need it. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, actually, uh, Adrenaline from Deftones. Why um, would you hate that? That's so weird, man. That's in the, that's a perfect album. That's like, yeah. Why would you hate that? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's I dude. Just, it's there's no shame in loving just, the Deftones. Too Bell, many you... Deftone ripoff wannabes out there, and I don't want to be associated with that. Well, you didn't mention the ripoffs. You mentioned the Deftones. Yeah, that's true. But that one for sure. That one just holds a special place. Like I can go and listen to that album, and I just like I love it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. Three more. How raw well, it was. Just... Everything. Um, yeah. I guess I can. I can definitely say yeah. Pantera. Um, is it beyond far driven? beyond driven? Far beyond driven. There you go. Um, okay. Damn it, Adrian! This is a tough one. Yeah, you're welcome, man. And, and and the other thing too is I think of certain artists, and then I realize that a lot of the songs that I love come from different albums. So it's like narrowing it to one is very very difficult. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be an album. All right, Smashing Pumpkins, the dual CD one. What is that one? Um, I always forget the name. The Infinite. What? What is it? Oh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. There you go. That one for sure. Oh, you just really turned me on, man. <laughs> like if we if we were face to face, I would have kissed you. That album, through and through, is just one of the greatest albums ever done, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the diversity on that album. Um, there's just so much I can say about that. Uh, let's see. I should probably look through my phone. No, I don't want to look through my phone. I I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm going to fucking, yeah, I know they're more recent, dude. But again, I have to say it, dude. M83, uh, the, uh, what was the album I told you about? Is it The Hurry? We're Dreaming? We're Still Dreaming? Oh, yeah. 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 That no, one? I, yeah. That's four, right? That's five. No, that was four. No, you said Kid A. No, no. I uh, said okay, computer. I mean, uh, yeah. You said Radiohead. You okay, said, computer. Um, okay, computer. You said Adrenaline. You said Far Beyond Driven. Uh, M eighty three. And smashing one. Smashing and pumpkins. Smashing oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I can live with that. I could totally live with that. I'm sure there's somebody I'm gonna go be like, oh, I should have said that. Oh yeah. But, but for the most the part, of, I could live with those. Yeah, that's the beauty of spur of the moment, man. It's like boom, right there. So yeah. what about you? Uh, but I didn't. You didn't ask me the question. I asked you. On well, to the next. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hands down, the most random album ever. But you and I both love, but absolutely cannot live without is Hums. You'd prefer an astronaut. Okay. Have to. I could see that. I was Have making to. Daniela listen to Hum the other day. <clears throat> What'd she say? She yes, liked no? it. She, no, she liked it. I was explaining to her like their significance in the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh my God. They should be beyond famous dude like it's it's but I, i'm proud and glad to know that they aren't and i'm a part of that small world you and i right you know what i mean so you prefer an astronaut uh there's a, a one of my all-time favorite female artists that i have yet to speak about uh, her name is Estero. she has an album called breath from another mm -hmm. have to that has to be in the fucking mix um smashing pumpkins Siamese dream obviously an I amazing were, album yeah i knew you were gonna go with that one. Oh yeah absolutely it's my favorite one i mean though it's their album after that, which was a release of just B-side shit, right? It wasn't actually an album, right? It mm -hmm. was called uh, Pisces, Iscariot, Escariot. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. Pisces, Iscariot. Dude, that album is... My God. If you're a Pumpkin fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a casual fan who loves the Pumpkins, but you don't know their entire catalog, pay attention to that album. It will blow your fucking mind. That album is beautiful. Love it. Uh, where was I? Siamese Dream? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry, I thought about, uh, I, th I just thought of two, but I'll, I'll tell you when you're done that I, okay. 
should have put in there or could have. Anyways, continue. See, now this is where it gets hard. The last two are a battle, man. Because look, a big part of me, because of recent times, and I've, they, they're literally my favorite band at this moment. I, I want to put Spirit Box in there, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now I see what you're getting at. Now that I'm now that I'm in the hot seat, now yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Should I have? Should I not have? But I mean, I'm I'm trying to touch albums that like made me. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, right. the, the the those times in my life. So because of you, hands down, I'm gonna pick a Deftones album, but mine is gonna be White Pony mm. because of that that time period. Yeah. Was yeah. just it, first of all, it's a, it's an amazing album. Gorgeous from top to bottom. Um, but because of the time frame, and they are one of my favorite bands, I'm going to go with that one. White Pony is just an amazing album. Number five is a tough one, dude, because there there's some albums that will shock you that I just think are, are, are ridiculous and, and I have to constantly listen to. But if I had to, gun to my head, and it's sad that... that um, it's sad that the Chili Peppers did not make my list because they're my second all-time favorite band. I was wondering band. when they were going to come up. Wow. They're, they're not. They're not. Wow. And, I, and I'll tell you why right now. But number five, because of youth, how I grew up, when I grew up, the time I was growing up, number five is Morrissey's Boner Drag. Ooh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I said ooh because you said boner, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah, I could see that. That's great. Wait, what is it called? The, boner Jag. Boner Jag. B O N A. Oh, Boner. Drag. Oh, I thought you said Boner. No, Boner Jag or <sighs> Boner Drag. Yeah, sorry. that album is just, it's I, everything to me, man. My, I drooled a little bit, sorry. I, when I thought you said Boner. Oh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> yeah, Gun to My Head, those would have to be my top five. Wow. The Hum, the hum, hum, the hum album for sure, it's like, Man, hmm. I can't, I cannot not listen to that album. Well, I thought of three albums that just came to mind as you were speaking. Dude, I'm just going to name them right off the bat. Tool Enema. Dude, oh, yeah. such a huge uh, album for me. Yeah, um, that's a great one. Dredge, Catch Without Arms. Oh, you're right. And then Poison the Wells, uh, what was that album? You Come Before You. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Those three albums. I was just I'll, listening, g- I'll give you that. I was just listening to Dredge. Matter of fact, when I was starting to mix Eric's drums from Friday, I actually threw on, which is something I've never done before. I usually just go to it. I never use reference or anything. But for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I need to listen to to Catch Without Arms to listen because I just love the tone on those drums for those that album. Everything um, on that album. And Everything. I, I was kind of jumping back and forth. Um, granted, I'm still nowhere near done mixing those drums, but um, I was kind of using that as reference. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I think, I think that's my wife's favorite album from theirs because she and I have been listening to them since Les Motif. They're one of their first albums. I, I want to say Catch Without Arms is her favorite album too. Yeah. That's, I think. To me, that was a, a game changer for me because I wasn't really yeah. a big fan of theirs. Matter of fact, even when we played with them, I really didn't pay much attention to them at that time because Catch Without Arms hadn't even come out yet. I know. And when you told me who were open, I was like, what? How are you not more excited about this? And you were like, well, I mean, I was talking about <laughs> I was excited about Code 7, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but and it, 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 you're so right, though, man. Like, Poison the Well for sure is in the back of the mind to definitely 
be in the top 10 list of albums I can't live mm-hmm. without. Right. Especially that one, You Come Before You. You know, it's funny you mentioned them. The other day I was just going down memory lane. Remember I told you I just kind of periodically just listen to my old playlists and shit that I've made. Right. There was this, there was this band and it made me realize, I don't know where it clicked. I was like, fuck, that's why I like Poison the Well so much. So in 99, this band put out this album. Um, that, the, that first album was pretty good, right? And I'm just going to go into a little bit of detail before I, I tell you who, what their, their name is. Their album in 99 was pretty good. It was kind of more on the metal side. Um, in 2007, they put out another album called Midwest Pandemic. And though, yes, Poison the Wells, their albums were out way before this 2007 album, that album was just very, very Poison the Well influenced that you could tell because they've only had one album in 99, 2004, and 2007. And the lead singer sounds so much like Jeff from Poison the Well. And their music is just, it's it's heavy, but in like a crunchy, groovy, I don't know, man. You'd have to listen to them. They're a band called 12 Tribes. Check mm. them out. Wow. But listen listen to the album Midwest Pandemic. Mm-hmm. The other stuff, the other stuff is very metal, right? With the the touch and influence of like that like fuck, I guess you call it screamo hardcore poison the well type thing. Mm-hmm. But Midwest Pandemic, a band called Twelve Tribes. I am shocked that they are not bigger than they are. Dude, on their Spotify, 1,328 listeners. Really? That's it. I gotta check them yeah. out. I'm curious now. Yeah. It's crazy, man. You They're know who really I'm at? <clears throat> I, I think I told you I'm going to see tonight. Uh, Hunt the dinosaur. Oh yeah, uh, those dudes are crazy, man. That the thing that that screamer singer can do, it's fuck, dude. It's unhuman, man. Like some people, either you love them or you hate them. You know, like I am not yeah. a big fan of them by any means, but I'm no. um, like, it caught my attention. It you know, yeah, it, it caught my attention and. um I, I know maybe like three or four of their songs, you know, um, in terms of like, like I haven't gone through like their whole catalog and listened to everything from head to toe. Um, right. <clears throat> you know, the singer does that kind of like rap, but he like, he growls and screams and it's, it's really interesting. I, I don't really like it when he does the rap thing, but I'm like, Hey, at least he's giving it a shot. Um, but yeah. musically, musically it's got that like gent, um, kind of metalcore right. sound it's right it's cool it's something that i'm like hey it's a sunday night why not so i'm gonna go check them out tonight. when, when you showed me them I, I believe you even started your text message off with you're probably not gonna like this but i want you to check it out mm-hmm. and i did and i was like oh man that's a little too um blast beat metally for me mm-hmm. but i i appreciated what they were doing and then you sent me the other song where he does like the the screaming rapping at the same time with that that weird scream that he oh man that's and I was like oh okay yeah. that definitely put them on my radar but I'm with you in the sense of like I'm not a super fan right but I definitely love them for what they do dude speaking of screamers I'm 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 glad you you brought that up man we got a lot to talk about today mm-hmm. how long has it been two weeks well back to this twelve tribe eleven days real quick okay that twelve tribe band dude the, the way the guy screams is like everything. I go for right, like I've always told you. I don't. I don't care about pig squeals and high screams and gutturals and whatever comes out of me for Texas Cutthroat. That's how I want it to be, just raw, and I'm feeling that emotion. Right. That guy has the same fucking thing, man. I love it, like that husky shit that I like to do, like on Siberian Express. Kind of like, um, fuck, what's that band? 
damn it. I suck with names. I suck with uh, titles, all that stuff. I just want uh, you to suck, period. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ross Robinson just produced them. Um, when I was actually talking to Ross Robinson, they were in the studio with him, uh, I believe. What the hell are they called? I want to say thrice, but it's not thrice. It's a one-word name. Uh, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Ross Robinson, yes. Why do I remember Ross Robinson producing some band that... Well, we'd... the thing is, is that that... When I... Uh, hold on, I'm looking right now as we speak. When I think of your screams, and I think of what you're trying to get across so people can understand, like if they haven't heard Texas Cutthroat, maybe they've heard of this band, but maybe not, because I can't even think of their name. Um, I always, for whatever reason, they're one of the first... He's one of the first singers that comes to mind in terms of like that comparison to you um damn it so the i'm gonna nice. say thank you thank you either way well while you're looking for that speaking of screamers so there's an old hardcore band and i mean like touche amore i was wrong with the oh touche amore yeah 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 i forgot about that yeah 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 that's what i was gonna say that's yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> I do love them. I love the talking, screaming type thing that he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Touche Amore is an amazing What I band. love is that the music is, it's actually just, it's really good. And, yeah. And yet he still screams over it when it doesn't even call for it, but it just sounds great. If that right. makes any kinda, sense. Kind of like what I've been trying to convince you to do, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, actually, that's exactly, yeah, you're right. Now that you made that comparison. L- hmm. Uh, thank you. In the late 80s, early 90s, back when, you know, New York hardcore was awesome and underground, right? I'm talking like bands 25 to Life, uh, Madball, those type of hardcore bands. I'm talking about that scene. There was this band. A lot of those bands didn't make make it huge, right? I'm talking Mansion huge, Millions huge, but they had a devote a devoted underground hardcore following. Mm-hmm. But there was one band that managed to escape because they actually. I'm not going to say they were better musicians than the other musicians around, but they 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 were more tight you can tell they took the music a little more serious mm-hmm. they're a band called v- vision of disorder you know who oh, they are i i couldn't tell you what they sound like but i yeah. remember the name so their singer his name is tim williams dude his screams though again they're not showy right it's not a bunch of all the trickery and all this weird shit it's just the way he screams the aggression the anger how he gets his screams out and he's not killing his voice is fucking beyond me he's hands down one of my favorite screamers in the whole entire world he was in a a, so vision of disorder was his is his main band right like Mm -hmm. that's how he came up and you know they had a number of albums but early to mid 2000s i want to say maybe even late 2000s he was in this band called blood simple they were a little on the metal side more than the hardcore side dude fucking phenomenal but his screams like hands down one of my favorite screamers as a matter of fact above chino he's my fa- one of my favorite screamers hmm really yeah oh yeah dude listen to vision of disorder but if you want more of that metal vibe but still get to understand what is what i'm talking about in his vocals mm-hmm. listen to his band blood simple Oh, dude, crazy. I'll check that out. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. You know what you made me think about? What album that I'm like in love with right now? Mm. The new Under Oath. Oh, dude, right? 
Oh my God. Oh, dude, on YouTube, you know me and band stories, they're doing this thing on, on their YouTube channel where like every other week, every two weeks, whatever it is, they've been putting out like these hour, hour and a half long um, vlog type things or like little documentary type things about the songs on this album and this album in general. Uh-huh. Dude, it's amazing. I, in this day and age, it's hard to impress me. Um especially if you're a new band. Um, I just feel like, like, well, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that comes out is just a regurgitation of what's already been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're a band that's existed for two decades or however long and you put out new stuff, it usually sucks. But man, this does not suck at all. I feel yeah. like they kind of like revamped and modern. I don't know, man. I just, I, there's not a single song I've heard off that album as of yet. I haven't heard it like back, like all the way through yet. But there's not yeah. a single song that I've heard off that album yet that I can say that I, I do not love. I'll agree with you 180%, dude. It's an amazing album. It's more of a like a mature under oath, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Right. While, while, while staying true to their roots. Yeah, I agree. It's a, That band has never, never done wrong in my eyes. I've loved them since the minute you showed me them. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But anyways... This place is dead yeah. anyways. This place is dead. And dude, we were watching that movie like a month ago and I was just dying. Dino was like, why is that even funny? I said, every time we're somewhere, Paul always like, let's get out of here, man. This place is dead anyway. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Said, we, yeah, we could be at the, the most packed concert, fucking sold out. I'd be like, let's get out of here. And you always say, yeah, this place is dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious because Daniela, I would say that all the time, all the time. Yeah. And she always would look at me like, what the fuck? And then I finally showed her the movie like maybe a year or two ago. And she's, yeah. so now she thinks it's hilarious every time I say it. <laughs> Yeah, for for the movie, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the movie Swingers. Yeah, Vince Vince Vaughn and John Favreau at their best. Yep, one of the greatest movies ever made. John Favreau was talking. He was. I saw an interview. Oh, I was watching a show. There's a TV show where he's like a he's with cooks on Netflix. And oh was, yeah, he's a uh, for the the chef. He did that after the movie The Chef, right? Where he actually learned how to be a cook. Right. So he's there's yeah. one episode where he's talking about some of the behind the stuff, scene stuff with uh on that movie. And it was I don't remember what he was saying. I just remember like, "Oh wow, that was really interesting. I, I'm glad I I know that now, even though I forgot." Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to check it out. I've always wanted to watch that show. The movie is phenomenal. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? The no, I've I saw the trailer and I've read up on it, but I haven't taken the time to see it. Okay, look at a few weeks ago you said you had mentioned Paul and I always talk about how we can spruce up our podcast and just you know try to give it a, a little bit of an uptick so it's just not the same old shit over and over. So you had mentioned a movie challenge, mm-hmm. right? Instead of a band challenge, I challenge you to watch The Chef and I will watch Beer Fest. I just want you to watch the first 10 minutes of Beer Fest. But yes, I'll okay. totally watch it. The Chef? Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, why did I say that? The Chef. Is it on Netflix? Yes. The John, it's a John Favreau movie. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll That's totally what watch that, it. That Chef show you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. For the, for the Chef movie, he actually learned how to cook everything that he makes in, the, in that movie. Yeah. So then I guess after the movie, he decided to do a, a small little show about chefs and him learning how to cook and bringing in different chefs and whatnot mm, i kind of picked yeah. up a little bit on that but i wasn't sure i knew it was yeah it's a great movie uh he's in it sofia vergara's in it um scarlett johansson's in it that's a great movie man awesome. really good yeah i'll totally check jo- it out 
John Leguizamo's in it. Oh, cool. I love yeah. I love his stand up. What, what what movie do you want me to watch then if you um, want it to be Beer Fest? No, I just want like I just really wanted you to see that first scene so you know what I'm talking about in terms of like when I'm on my deathbed and what I want to be doing. Uh, gotcha. uh, but if I were to make you watch a movie, man, that's another thing. Movies are like are like albums these days. It's oh, very absolutely. hard to freaking come by a good movie nowadays. Yeah. Uh, although I will say I watched last night the Adam Project on Netflix. It kind of uh Oh, was, the one with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's because movies nowadays, like I said, they're just they're hard to come by good ones. Um, I don't know. I need time to think about this one, Adrian. Yeah. All right. Fine. All right. We'll come back to it. But I, I, I really want you to watch the show, though. So. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll think about. It, but I'll watch it either way. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. I think we're at a good at a good point because yep. uh, yeah, I do, I do need to get back. <laughs> they're like the systems are down where is adrian <laughs> thank you taking a shit i'm gonna say hey man i i got five people wanting dying to hear my voice and now they're gonna try to make eight dollars <laughs> off me okay your electricity can wait <laughs> well they're like he's taking a shit and they're like what the fuck and then somebody's gonna be like what's oh, he's on that vegan diet man oh that's right that's right all right all just- that all that fiber way that make you shit way. That's right. Let's just let's just let the, <laughs> let the grid go down. Let him take care of it. Yeah, fuck El Paso. This man's got a shit. <laughs> All right, Badge. Well, thank you everybody for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, again, just to recap, check out Choir Boy, amazing group. Choir Boy and um, Twelve yeah. Tribes and yeah, Twelve Tribes know. is more for you. But yeah, if people right. want to check it out, if you're a fan of Poison the Well, I would check out Twelve Tribes. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye.